No matter what we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby. And we're back <laughs> for another episode <laughs> of the Tremendous Podcast, the big Stereo lip. Bros Podcast. Big lip, big lip. Before we go any further, we got to shout out to everybody out there and listen to land, mm-hmm. whether it be Twitter, IG, Facebook, um, mi gente, word of mouth, <laughs> wow, email. throwback. <laughs> Our last episode, episode 15, Cars versus Garages, was our most streamed episode up to now. Shout so, there <laughs> was a lot of feedback about the cars versus garages. Oh, yeah. Uh, analogy. <laughs> Apparently, uh, us cars don't like being yeah. treated like yeah. a, as if we've been had by garages. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, mm-hmm. we appreciate the support. Uh, <laughs> definitely a lot of good feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, since then, though, a lot of uh, tragedies have happened in the world. One in particular, a soul singer has. Uh, Passed on to the uh, whatever you want to call it, the afterlife, the uh, the essence, Mr. Rita Franklin, mm-hmm. rest in peace. Mm-hmm. You know, legendary six career, six decade career. Right. Uh, brought you a lot of songs like R S P E C T. I sound like Sharpton was like. Don't let me R S E I P C T. And I was like, what word is that? I sound like Rich Homie Kwan trying to sing Get Money, right? I'm tired. <laughs> um, nah, but rest in peace to her. You know, she was dope. Unfortunately, you know, there's a conversation that's being had in line with her, her untimely passing mm-hmm. is her estate, her money, her masters to her recordings. That's crazy. Her yeah. property. And I'm hoping it's fake news, but I've seen a bunch of content on the interwebs saying that she died without a will, without a trust, without any type of what's called a testamentary instrument, something saying how you want your your estate, meaning like your wealth and your possessions, material, um, tangible property, et cetera, how you want that divvied out. Divvied yeah. out. So if she didn't have that document, then depending on the state, there's rules that may govern mm-hmm. how that goes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it drummed up the thought in my mind is like, damn, a lot of us go through this because I've had people pass in my family and it's just like people may hate the wife, but if he didn't have a will and that's his wife in New York State, the rules are as such. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say what the rules are because I'm not a, a trust in the state's attorney. Mm-hmm. And nothing here should be construed uh, as... taking it back to law school. Uh, 50% of the estate goes to the wife and the other 50 goes <laughs> to nothing the here, Nothing here is construed or shall be construed as actual legal advice. If you need any actual legal advice, consult an attorney. Um, no, but, you know, like it's Jazzy said, it's like half of that off-rip will go to the wife and kids and cousins and third cousins and hanger-ons and entourages may feel like they're entitled to something, but... You know, the rules of the, of the law, the rules of the law. And the hardest part is once there's a fight, now you got to go to probate court. I mean, surrogate court and probate the will. And you got to fight for years for this kind of stuff. So more of the story is we need to get more 
serious about estate planning and start mm-hmm. planning our deaths. Not saying I want to die in 18 days, mm-hmm. but it's more like when I pass, put me in a blue suit, yeah. silver casket, <laughs> send this to them, send this to them, send this to them, have yeah. it all situated. So now you now you won't be a burden in death. Yeah. I mean, I think I think a big part of not planning your death, but planning the distribution of your assets mm-hmm. is really wrapping your mind around actually dying. dying yes. People and, have to face their mortality. And, and it's hard. Yeah. And I mean, I've had this happen in my family, like literally multi-million dollar properties that were promised, quote unquote, uh. to be divided amongst people and person dies without a will well, and it goes to whoever it goes to yeah. you know and there's family meetings but yeah. they don't mean shit because it wasn't done in writings you so family meetings family meetings getting real spicy but um yeah. but yeah i think i think and i mean even now i mean you know i think as young people as a as um professionals we all have benefits at our job a lot of us that you know pensions or you know 401ks Mm -hmm. iras things that can be distributed that you need to pay attention to and also you know consulting for professional advice like Kalito said and you know going to seek out help and and the biggest thing is that you know if you plan ahead you can set your family up for (laughs) you know, actually having generational wealth, mm-hmm. like things like life insurance. Like that's how other people yeah. <laughs> yeah. pass on yeah. pass on wealth to, you know, besides real estate being one of the bigger things, but even just life insurance policy. Yeah, you know, you pass that pass that on to your family members and to your offspring and stuff like that. So I think it's really important that we start talking about that. Mm-hmm. And if there's interest in more information on this topic, let us know. Shoot us an email, a DM. We can get some financial planning experts on a future episode, and they can walk you through the process of signing with them as clients mm-hmm. so that they can help you better understand these points because financial literacy is very important, but also understanding how your money can work for you even after you die because that's how the Rockefellers, the Carnegie's, the, uh, the Rothschilds, don't come get me, big brother, but yeah. that's how the Hiltons, the yeah. Sheridans, that's how all these families are able to pass down their name and let their name outlive them because they're able to set people that they will never meet up for life. Yeah. Or if not for life, at least to have the beginnings of, they can what, pursue whatever What Beyonce wants. said, my great-grandkids. On everything is love, like yeah. it's real. You gotta, you gotta set your family up for success. Um, Our great grandkids really are gonna be rich, though. Like, for just real, off her, off this tour, <laughs> <laughs> off this on the run to tour. tour. Her grandkids gonna be rich. rich. That's it. That's interesting. Well, you know that assumes that she's not going to survive to see her great great grandkids, <laughs> and you know probably not. You know. Unless she's cryogenically frozen or something like that. <laughs> but speaking of. They, if anybody got the they got it. Yeah. It's Bay and Home. They're going in the freezer today. <laughs> but speaking of survival, it's almost Labor Day. <laughs> and here in New York City, particularly in Brooklyn, there is an annual Labor Day carnival with mm-hmm. a Juvert morning, Juve <laughs> morning preamble to that where. Caribbean folk show their heritage. They, you know, dress in costumes. 
They march around, eat good food, chill. <laughs> Things happen as well. People be getting shot stabbed sometimes. No, right. Well, I mean, sometimes. But <laughs> the key thing is like... It's still Brooklyn. It's, it is, right? It's an Americanized version of things like Miami Carnival, Trinidad Carnival, mm-hmm. Toronto, Carabana, Crop Over in Barbados, Grenadian Carnival. This is New York City's version of it. People come from far and wide mm-hmm. to enjoy it. So... When I say survival guide, I don't mean physically life and death survival. We're just going to give you different perspectives on how you can enjoy it based on your cultural understanding and background. So who wants to go first? Be open. Let loose. Carnival yeah. is about freeing. It's usually, you know, held after some type of like harvest season yeah. or a fasting season or it's used as a celebration of something, right? So, you know, it's a freeing experience. Mm-hmm. You can act in a manner that you probably wouldn't act like on a regular basis as long as it's not on Snapchat. Or ah. <laughs> and, and you just have a good time. I feel like for New York, if you're if you're not a a big partier, like for me, a lot of people. I'm my friend, I was with my friend the other day, and she's like, "Erica, you're West Indian. One one day out of the year, yeah, yeah, one yeah. one weekend out of the year." And I'm like, "Yeah, carnival. Yeah, I will, yeah. you will catch me in effect. Yeah, carnival weekend because yeah. it's just it just takes over you. Yeah, you can't really avoid it if you're in Brooklyn or whatever. Like it's all around you. Everybody has their flags it's out. Flags are out from two weeks before, it's a fact. It's a fact. and people are throwing barbecues. It's the end of summer. You you." you're about to go back to, to school. school. Yeah. Like, it is It is party time, time to get it in. So, you know, survival for the fat. Make sure you're hydrated. Yes. Make sure your phone is charged. Yes. Make sure you've hit up at least five of your friends mm-hmm. to see where the fat barbecue, bashment, after fat is, juve, juve morning party, and, you know, what's happening after the parade, you know? You got to send your texts out early to make sure (laughs) you have several things on deck in case something falls through. Um, And, yeah, just be open, you know? I I feel like because Brooklyn is now diverse, I see, you know, when I go on the parkway now, I see bags, pilgrims. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the pilgrims are out and they are enjoying you they are enjoying Listen, the if they stopped if they stopped at Grenada on a boat on a, on a like <laughs> cruise ship they're gonna have Grenadian flags on exactly at the parkway like I loved Grenada and we're like that's not how this works <laughs> the jab jab you know the jab jab you ain't just out here cause you Jump like on. the country like these people are from it <laughs> you know what I mean but, yeah. but I mean I think it's and I and personally I love to see people eating the food oh, yeah. on Eastern Parkway and, oh, it so, tastes so good, mm-hmm. or having a coconut water yeah. or something like that because it's a way, you know, the whole uh, issue, or not not issue, but, like, the whole purpose of having a carnival is to celebrate the culture. For and sure. Like, you know, as all of these islands have come together to be the West Indian Caribbean, mm-hmm. you know, parade it's just a celebration of that region yeah a celebration a lot of times you see a lot a celebration of the roots yeah that where carnival came from and you see you'll see you know traditional mm-hmm. garb that looks like it's west african mm-hmm. or from whatever region of africa mm-hmm. that we that caribbean people still hold on to you yeah. can see remnants of that so it's definitely you know something to partake in and to allow yourself to yeah. be taken over by yeah for sure i mean i'm 
So I uh, I wait for the Haitian truck because I'm Haitian. Like the Haitian truck is usually like very overwhelming for people who are not. That is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> there is no music. It's just, it's just a drum. That's all you hear. It's Listen, we're in tune as a people. <laughs> the song is playing in our spirit. You know what I'm saying? But like, there we go. There we go. I think if I had to say put anything in your Labor Day survival guide, it would be to uh, leave all your drunk, angry drunk friends at home. Mm-hmm. Parkway is not a place for drunk, angry people. Like, <laughs> drunk people, yes. Angry drunk people, no. Like, we, peaceful reveling is what we all, like, really enjoy, regardless of the country that you come from or you're repping at the day of the parade. Um, so maybe that. Uh, and I think that I will also put in... Um, the mm, stay hydrated is big. It's big. big because if you get some sun, you know, all of that liquid in the sun, mm-hmm. can't, I mean, yet. it's disorienting. So, like, staying hydrated is another one. Charge phone, yes. Go with some people you trust. Your flaky friend don't need to go to the parkway with you. If they just gonna get lost and they can't follow directions, lead a flaky friend to their flaky resources, and you go with some people that go and follow the rules and things like that. But don't be afraid of the area behind the truck either. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid of it. It's a lot Mm -hmm. of fun. And I heard that Juve is now safe. Well, they changed Two hours now. Yeah, Yeah. they definitely change it. And you know, the the president of the West West Indian American... Day parade, so she and died this year too. Really? Yeah, he I didn't died. Know that. His funeral might have been like last week. Rest in peace. Yeah, him. he was a uh, uh, Bill Howard. He was um, president of the West Indian Day Association for ye- I mm-hmm. mean years, and so he passed. I think two weeks ago or something. Like that. Wow. So Rest this in should peace be a Howard. yeah, it should be a very different, like interesting parade. I'm sure. Pour, be something pour like. out some uh, some uh, some, some Mount Gay, some uh, you know, Bobby some, exactly some some fishing some fishermen's reserve, reserve White Rivers, exactly <laughs> some bush rum some from Coxburg. Trinidad, some Coxspur. We got to put all of that stuff out. Um, Hennessy, if you're yeah, if you're yeah. That. <laughs> They're Americans at the Parkway. You know? Speaking of that, <laughs> uh, so these two lovely ladies gave you the Caribbean perspective mm-hmm. for those patched all the way in and running into the. The frem and the shrimp. I'll give you a different perspective. That perspective <laughs> from both ladies is of the you in the mix, you partying. <laughs> if you're not as with the with the shits and the giggles. If you're a two stepper, right? Yeah. How does a two stepper survive at the carnival? <laughs> Very simple. Juve back in the day when I was going, because I've dibbled and dabbled in Juve since mm-hmm. I was in the mm-hmm. teen years. Mm-hmm. We stayed mostly to the side, but we saw a lot of things happen. Mm-hmm. Um in particular, I've seen a lot of violence happen. In mm. particular, in Flatbush. Uh, it's every every time. Notion in church, that McDonald's that I was talking about. Okay. That McDonald's. <laughs> that McDowell's. The old me. one. Yeah, the old yeah. one. That's, it was a bag and then it was a McDowell's. Yeah. But long story short, um, don't get super duper fly. Yeah. For juve. Yeah, or no. the parkway, don't wear your back to school clothes. Nope. <laughs> wear something comfortable. Don't wear and your first Jordan. What'll happen is if folks just don't, don't be paint, godly, don't wear don't all white, white unless yes. you're interested in coming back colorful. Cause people will throw paint and yes. mud on you, not to disrespect you, but culture. It, culturally, culture. they're just doing it. They 
in a whole nother world and they just in they in they, in they, in they vibe. Mm -hmm. You're gonna get bumped. Yeah, a lot. Um you're gonna see a lot of scantily clad women. Mm -hmm. Don't touch. Uh, thank you. Um wine. But don't wine, touch. but don't touch. Wine. Um that's if you're on the sidelines at Juve, right? Also, the the best ways I've enjoyed Juve recently is going to somebody's crib for a barbecue. Because yeah. then it's like yeah. a party within a party. Yeah. If you're walking around randomly with nowhere to go and you wind around aimlessly, mm -hmm. that's how that's things how happen. Because the folks huh. are just, folks are just wandering around with, with nowhere to go, trying to find something. Word. They the ones that's, that's with any and everything. And running that's, and ducking from bullets. Right, I was wanna, the year before. That's who you want to be away from. Now, on actual parkway there, yep. if, they're, if they are costumed up, most of the time they're probably roped off as part of like a a float trying to get to the end and get judged. So it's not in your best interest to like try to jump over that rope and, yeah. and whine on them. But there'll be a lot of other girls dressed regular degular, grind on them, mm -hmm. wind on them. Yeah, um, with a light fit, like just the flag hanging out the pocket. Yeah. And have a little, a little Don't wear an neck. American flag. But African <laughs> African countries are, are always in as are any Caribbean flag. Mm -hmm. And if you don't necessarily have any Caribbean roots, Pick a flag that nobody really knows. Don't pick Jamaica. Don't pick Grenada. Don't pick Barbados. <laughs> you gotta don't pick, pick like a little Virgin Islands. You gotta get pick like Guadalupe. Montserrat or something like that. Or like Guadalupe. Guadalupe. Yeah, get like, like Guadalupe or something like that. Or like Antigua. But that's gonna be hard because if you find a, a native Vincentian at they run the it parkway, down. they run it they're down. gonna be like, what county? What You know what I mean? Like, what's your last name? If you, your last name gonna be Williams. <laughs> if, if you can even understand what they're saying. Boom, boom. Oh, stop. Um, <laughs> no, but don't pick a popular flag and try to blend in. Well, actually, it can go one of two ways, right? If you pick a popular flag, nobody gonna run down. But if you pick a flag that kind of stands out, you, you may, it depends you may on- You may get some attention. Yeah, yeah, you get some attention. Um, Especially if people are not seeing it, you know, like as often. So that's why yeah. if you're gonna show up with a Guadalupe flag, no <laughs> be careful. <laughs> no handcuffing of women if they grind on you for a song mm. and it keeps going after that, then you can start whispering as the sweet little nothing. So what's up, like? You better uh, have a bottle of like, water ready because that woman is hot. If she don't harsh. stay with you for more than one song, she don't want. She you, don't girl. want you. But that's right. okay either way. But if she does, like, oh, so what's up, like, yo, what it is, All like, right. do what you do, but keep it, keep it, keep it pushing. And if, if she's grinding on somebody else a block away or half a block away, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, keep your circle tight. Don't want to with people that ain't got a knuckle game because <laughs> if it do go down, you don't want cats. Turning into um, Michael Johnson or you and leaving you. I can't. Um, also, be mindful of the police because I've been in situations where the cops were super cool, grinding on women, chilling, showing love, and I've also seen situations where they arrested guys for having a beer. Mm -hmm. So be mindful of that kind of stuff. Any of your friends who got open cases of warrants, leave them home. Because <laughs> it's also it's a holiday weekend. A you don't want nobody locked up until Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, that's right, gonna exactly. that's gonna be dry. Yo, and also last thing, like if you're gonna accept the wine or try, like have a sturdy back, okay? <laughs> we need that pushback game to be like what, like on or a thousand, have, or have some friends that's gonna hold you. Yeah, up. I mean, because you can't be just fall LeBronning all yeah. over the parkway. That ain't no that ain't flopping. Work. But a a good <laughs> trick is to take your your back leg and ankle. Can. Stretch that thing out there. Stretch the leg out. Kalito, no. Nah. You, have you ever been the homeboy to like brace your friend? Like I've been the bracer and the bracey. <laughs> um, that looks like so much fun. <laughs> it is, but if you get embraced and you you play the one with it, it's cool. Yeah. If she just touch you and you fall back, yeah, like nah, that's it's kind of like nah. That's not it, um, guys. You know, 
Work on your back. It's a lot so, going. you know, go out there. May the eyes of it be in your favor. Mm-hmm. Hunger Games voice. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving right along, though. Fall seasons are changing soon. Pretty soon it'll be the end of cuffing season and the beginning of sports seasons. Mm. And we got some new music choices for y'all to uh, enjoy in line with the changing of the seasons. Yes, yeah, new um, First one we're going to play is Luke James... No, is that his name? Damn. I, <laughs> I keep ruining no boy name. Um, hold on one second. This is embarrassing. We're live. Oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not going to edit that out either. Tis what it is. I'm not going to edit that out. It's all right. Good things take time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let me get the names of these songs. Um, Leon Thomas, Sunken Place. That's a, that's a really good one. We're going to play that right now. And Sid, S-Y-D, Body. Some of y'all may have heard that before, but it's old to y'all, new to us. Mm-hmm. So like Christopher Columbus, we discovered it. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Last but not least. Come together by the internet. Yes. Yes. Come together by the internet. So we're going to start trying to bring back uh, more music focus on this and keep y'all in tune with the uh, latest happenings musically. So mm-hmm. check those songs out on your favorite platform. We ain't sponsored by any of them at the moment, so we're not going to direct you out to any one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, those are the songs. Um, so... Unfortunately, back to a serious note, um, the Congo in Africa, I read an article that said that the key element in cell phones is taken from Congo to the tune of about 80%. So about 80% of the world's supply of this element, it was called like tantalum. Tantalum? There it goes. There it goes. Pardon me, pardon me, tantalum. Um, I had to do my Googles real quick. I think often the pe- the natives of that country know what the use and the purposes are for, but they don't know what it means when it leaves their country. Mm-hmm. And so they don't know how to monetize effectively because how it's being used is just not how it's going to be used where they're at. So I think maybe in the Congo, if there was just more of an understanding of how that this mineral that is in like, that is proliferated all throughout the country is utilized abroad, they'll have more, they'll have more, they'll want to have more control over it because it'll bring them money, you know? Just a thought. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, and that one's... Wakanda forever! <laughs> Someone should be trying to be serious. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, the Congo, I mean, they just gotta know what, it's, what the value is outside. Do your Googles and look up the imperialism of Africa and how it was carved up back in the 19th century. And I mean, I do, I do see a lot of organizations um, doing a lot of investment in Africa, Africa yeah. and doing businesses and trying to Shout bring... Shout out to Akon. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, trying to find synergies between businesses and, and, and even young having young entrepreneurs, yeah. black professionals um, take an interest in, in the business in Africa. So, I mean, that's, that's it's an amazing thing. And hopefully once they can monetize that and maybe... Do once they have an exchange that you know can be invested in, mm-hmm. that is a idea or a, a a a vehicle to, you know, our success. I'm gonna hold that hope for that. Um, hopefully, one day we can start to rebuild um, more Tulsa, Rosewood, Wakanda type places mm-hmm. throughout America. Hopefully, yep. they'll come burning down again. America. Speaking of burning down and breaking stuff down. <laughs> Good at this, Kalito. Yeah, Segway, Kalito. I should get a segue, shouldn't I? Like, just ride around yeah. in the studio in that joint. Um, breakup. It's breakup etiquette. We, it is. We took a <laughs> poll today on our IG at stereo underscore bros asking the question Should you be able to air out your ex post breakup? And the overwhelming response was hold it down. So the choices were it is what it is or nah, hold it down. In response to can you air out an ex after a messy breakup? Mm-hmm. 89% of the folks of them said nah, hold it down. Hold it down. So I want to know who that 11% saying it is what it is is. Because Don't fuck with them. <laughs> Whoever they are. I'll let you lead this uh, spirited discussion. It's jazzy. I mean, I just think, you know, you. I would hope that whoever you're dating is your friend. Mm -hmm. Relationships are best built off of friendship. When you're dating, you're getting to know each other. You're becoming compatible and you're seeing whether or not, you know, you guys communicate well or you will support each other. So for me... If you're in a relationship with someone, that means you at some point committed to being their bestie. Yeah. Um, and besties don't break them rules. Uh, like because the besties don't break. They them don't rules. break them rules. Like if we're friends and you do some wild shit, I will hold it down. Even yeah. if we are no longer talking. Yeah. You know, m- might I talk a little shit to <laughs> one person? <laughs> about right. you too, okay? Because I'm frustrated. I'm right. hurt. Right? right? <laughs> I'm gonna talk shit to that one person or two uh-huh. or three. But I'm gonna let them know this stays amongst us. Right. Okay? But, like, I'm not going to social media or yeah. at, or a, a mass group of people to air anybody out because that's just... It's not, it's not disrespectful. It's, just, it's disrespectful to what the bond that you had with somebody or we're supposed to have to somebody. So, mm-hmm. and I just feel like it's it's just... It reflects badly on you because now if I was to date you and I know you aired out 
you know, your baby moms or mm-hmm. your ex or whoever, why would I trust you with, like, my information or with my deepest, darkest secrets if I know mm-hmm. you're going to go blab to whoever? And really, it's not even for you. It's really to just clout, like, yeah. or... For clout chasing. Clout chasing. <laughs> clout chasing. We should air it out. Wait. Oh, uh, I um, I agree. I think I agree. Maybe like sixty forty. Uh, <laughs> I do because I think there are a couple of implications. I think that like if it depends on what the what you said a messy breakup we didn't we didn't although i don't think that matters that it much does, though. i think it does matter break up on good degree. terms then you then yeah. you should hold it if you break up on good terms shut up you know what i mean like what happened in your relationship that's happened the easier in your question the harder question is if it's a bad if it's breakup. a bad breakup because i feel like here it very simply i feel like yes uh jazz is right in the sense that when i was you know, whatever, when we were whatever to each other, you did make a certain commitment. Like, boy or girlfriend is the operative word. And you should have some decorum in the way that you're running around and some integrity with, you know, your storytelling. However, if the story is a fucked up one, the story is just fucked up. I like, and so like, I like, I don't have many, I'm just private, especially when it comes to like relationships. So I don't Mm -hmm. really run into this too often, but like, um, you know, if the story, if you don't want the narrative to be fucked up, don't be fucked up. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I live my life. If you don't want the story to come back like you was in the wrong, just don't be there. So you blaming the victim. I'm not I'm not blaming the victim. I'm just saying, though, like, I think because I've had friends who didn't realize they were in, like, really awful situations. And then to leave it, it's graceful on their part that they're like... I'm not going to discuss this gentleman. <laughs> right, lady. exactly. That's very graceful. And yes. I applaud them. I applaud them for having it. But I also would not be mad at sis if she decided to just say what it was. And if what it is is not necessarily beneficial to the other person, I mean, it sucks, especially if it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's not, though, and you coloring things and you just in your bag, then you probably shouldn't run around saying anything about any relationship to anybody if you're still emotionally charged behind the breakup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, but, so... <laughs> what? What? I agree with, you know, a lot of that stuff. Yeah. But I think about, you know, how the situation usually play out. It's like a kid, five years old with a crayon, just like yeah. coloring all outside the lines. I think a lot of stuff is a matter of interpretation. Yeah. Um, I think there's always signs that things can go wrong, right? Mm -hmm. But I think if it ends messy, it depends on what kind of messy. If it's like an aborted kid messy, (laughs) that's different than like somebody got locked up or somebody ruined your credit type messy. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. And I think that those kind of situations, because even now with social media days, people be putting up people on these don'tdatem.com or don'tdatehurt.com websites and making these... Video responses like last time we said it's like these video responses. Yeah, sites. like the, it's the the ex bays like they yeah. meet each other and talk about like, the exes for whatever. Reason. All these <laughs> like it could have just been the energy that you put off to the person that mm-hmm. caused you that one thing, right? Right. But I think um, airing somebody out is tough because it can go one of two ways. You can warn somebody else, mm-hmm. you can block somebody's blessing, or people may look at you like, well, if you're saying. Um, all guys are the same. Some may say, well, who told you to date them all? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Or if you're the guy saying, you know, chicks ain't ish. Yeah. Some may say, well, stop trying to find them in the strip club. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's personally, 
I wouldn't air anybody out, mm-hmm. especially publicly, because I never re-respected anybody I lost respect for. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like once you put it into the public eyes, no coming back. Mm-hmm. Like once once you once you throw a public shot at somebody, especially on social media, whether it's a sub or otherwise, yeah. with me is no coming back. Like it's not that I hold grudges, it's that I remember how you move. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So after that, um, and the funny thing too is like I can want my guys out there. Listen, bro, if you meet her and she's always on the gram talking about dudes ain't itch, this is why I stay to myself. Or... <laughs> the gram, Facebook, <laughs> any any stuff Twitter. like that, bro. If she's subbing him, she'll sub you. Exactly. If anybody uses these things as like their diary, you got to be mindful that you could be up next on that Instagram screen. It's a fact. It's a fact. You got to have integrity when you leave because like I'm telling because you got secrets too. That person learned you too. You know what I mean? And if you don't want to be aired out, then you should yeah. you should exercise some integrity. But if the story... <laughs> so you keep saying the story, right? The Nikki and Safari situation, oh, right? Oh, mercy. His hairline... It's, he bought it, bro. She allegedly stabbing at people and all that, like... So yeah, she's. I mean, she's she, decompensating. She knows she stabbed that man. She should have nothing to say. Yeah. Some guys may be scared over dating her. I don't know how it ruin his credibility because people buy hairlines all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I Beijing. Didn't know his, though. Beijing <laughs> is a bought hairline. Like when the barber sprayed it. Uh huh. You know what I mean, I don't got hair, so I, I can talk my talk. <laughs> but, um, and it, because she aired it out, I think her stock dropped a little bit because now people feel like yo. She may try to stab at me, mm-hmm. allegedly, of course. So, I, I, yeah. I don't know what she gained by trying to air him out. You know I, what I'm saying? I think she's decompensating in general. Like, she just seems to be snapping at everything and anybody. It could all be warranted. Who knows? We, none of us are in this industry. But, like, it just, it does seem to take away from her just a little bit. I mean, judging by person. all the pill talk she had on her album. Uh, I'm just going to go with she be high off of pills. Um, allegedly. And loose Allegedly. Lips. Allegedly, no, but she's she's talking about zannies and yeah. she's talking about pills on her. No, like it's the culture these days. Oh, uh, I guess I'm I just guess. gonna sing about something that I never ever do. Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, she's mentioned pills, like pills and potions was a song at one point. Like she's mentioned pills quite a bit. I wonder. I mean, that's a good question. I mean, to answer your point though, like yes, I do think. A little of that, cause she was with him for a long ass time, and everyone still is attributing her early success to Safari's presence. So it's almost like flex TV days. Yeah, it's like, right. <laughs> it's like since you don't, you don't have, you just don't have to. It felt like very unnecessary, and especially if the man is not publicly doing it to you on the other way, cause he's not even going around remotely saying anything negative about you. So for you to come out guns a blazing. You know, like, oh, his hairline's not real. It's like, damn, girl. He still be... Ah. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, it just didn't make any sense. She I don't see why. She had him in her garage. She had him in the garage. Was it... Lisa's be- up. Before renovations? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, yeah, the renovations are out of control. <laughs> she uh, put too much work in renovations? <laughs> oh, no. You can uh, never, you can never stop improving yourself. Right. There you go. So, has Shep's suit had uh some uh feedback this week because <laughs> I got feedback from one of my boys regarding freezing of eggs, and mm-hmm. he wanted to know 
at what point can guys start thinking about freezing their eggs or <laughs> becoming a single dad so as to not be too old with a kid? A single dad? That's that's he, interesting. You just donate sperm to artificially insent any uh, like artificially inseminate any woman. I mean, he saw a go and cop and got inspired. Uh, okay. That's, a, that's new. I just have... Well, make new to me. It might not be new in the world. This is new to me. But um, you had a homegirl that I tried to pair with one of my... I did. ...cool guys. Did. And <laughs> tell us how that went and what came out of that. So, I mean, it's so, you know, I was... You know, I got the message. I was like, I right, bet. Let me go, like, you know, let me holla at her, see what's up. So, uh, my friend is, you know, in a certain sect of Christianity, and she's, you know, prohibited from eating certain types of food. And this gentleman who looked amazing, right? He looked like a stand-up guy. Just that happened. Cool. I had the resume. Toes, Just, you know, I got sent the profile or something. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my guys up there. He, uh, he had everything. He, he had sneakers in, like, you know, this one particular food item in his bio that he just really his enjoyed. His, this one particular food item. And so my friend saw it and was like, this is not going to work. I'm just like absolutely not allowed to be a part of like anything that has this particular food item. And it wasn't like he mentioned, hey, and I like this on Saturdays. He was like, yo, I like these things fried, battered, grilled. It was like, damn, there's no way to get around the fact that he enjoys this one particular food item. And so I feel like she was just like, you know what? I don't even want to waste anybody's time. This is going to be an issue for me. So I'm just going to say no. So (laughs) the question then is, how much should religion factor into a relationship? Yeah. Because, you know, that can be a deal breaker. Clearly here was a deal breaker. Yeah, yeah. It was a deal breaker. I mean, you, you would take that away. How much should religion actually factor in? I think religion is religion is a cornerstone of faith, personally. So, like, you know, it's supposed to inform how you are ethically, but I don't think it's supposed to dictate it. And so, you know, that's just mm-hmm. that's just how I live life. Other people find that their uh, their entire being, their entire their identity, is in line with who they are spiritually or or religiously and that's okay for them you know if it leads to them being good people then I'm all for it um but over here you know <laughs> that like I would have been okay with the bio like it, I'd be all right with it but that's because it aligns with your principles true so I think it's more you know it, it depends on who the person is yeah where they are spiritually or religiously yeah. I, I think I definitely think that the older we get, the more educated people get. Mm-hmm. I think people are a lot more open to interpretations of religion and spirituality. So it makes it easier to deal with someone that may have a different um, set of beliefs than you. Um, but I definitely think it's important to discuss. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, like yep. it definitely needs to be discussed early on, yeah. you know, because I mean, Personally, I don't. I think over the years I've become less and less religious and more spiritual. Mm-hmm, for sure. And I've noticed that a lot of my friends who are educated and even those that are not, you know, are are moving toward that. Um, they're moving toward. They're moving toward that kind of line of thinking. But you know, if you, if some if you're with someone that's like a strict Muslim. 
and yeah. you love bacon, yeah, correct. That, yeah, it's, it's not gonna work. And yeah. I mean, and that's not a slight on you know that person or whatever. Those are just their beliefs. But yeah. you know, if you have someone that believes in the theories of Islam, you know, but doesn't strictly adhere to everything, you know. Yes, they probably still consider themselves to be a Muslim, but maybe they don't they don't have that same outlook on certain tenets and um, you know, disciplines of that particular religion. Mm-hmm. My personal view, you know, and this is just me as I think religion is a guide yeah. and it is something that you can use to bring your relationship to a higher being mm-hmm. to a different level, but it doesn't have to be the end all be all of you know, what what it is that you adhere to. Like, I definitely, you know, I, th- I don't think I could necessarily be with an atheist, someone that doesn't believe in a higher power, mm-hmm. but I definitely think if someone practiced, um, you know, Buddhism or um, Islam or, you know, a different type of Christianity mm-hmm. that I did, I definitely think I will be able to, like, deal with that or work with that. And I definitely think, you know, I've talked to you know, friends of mine who were raised in families where their mother was Muslim or their father was a Christian or vice versa or two very different religions and they had exposure to both. And for me, you know, you know, when I grew up, I was Catholic, Roman Catholic. I'm baptized, mm-hmm. you know, cr- uh, confirmed yeah, as an adult. Same. And that was the only vehicle for me to know the rules yeah. or, you know, get closer to God and when I went to college I remember the first time I went to like a Baptist church I was like what is going on here people were falling on the floor I was like oh I said oh y'all are loud in here they are loud (laughs) five hours later this is completely different to anything I'm used to and you know you find where you you go where you can grow that relationship and I feel like if you meet somebody that has something different than you you, I'm sure there's something to be learned from each and I'm, I'm sure there's definitely without a doubt places where you guys intersect in terms yeah. of your thoughts and 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 and, and beings and, and thinking. So yeah. I think it could work, but I definitely think it's is more personal. Yeah. You know, you know, what you yeah. believe in and, and what you're what you're into. Yeah. Cause you definitely like, like and it's not it's no air on any any person in that mix either. Like because you should be able to eat what you want and mm-hmm. someone else should be able to say uh, my religion doesn't want me to do that, and I and I where I am in my religion, I don't. I want to be, you know, I want to. I want to follow those doctrines, and, and so and not to call people ignorant, but yeah. I always say this: if I was born in China, yeah, I would be into Shinto and yeah. Buddhism yeah. and you know Zen. and Zen, Taoism, and all that. There would be a whole host of different, like, you know, different spiritual, spiritual and religious things that I would be exposed to. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think it's about uh, believing in a higher being and something that can uplift you and make you better and something that you can connect with. Yeah. So, so that's just my tidbit. And I think that those are super valid points because I think the earlier in the situation you have the conversation, mm-hmm. the better you can set expectations, right? Mm-hmm. If she's super duper religious and goes to church four times a week with her entire family, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're not with that, yeah. You can hit the eject button, <laughs> yeah. ASAP, right, yeah. and a lot of you know devout church women that I meet. Amen. There's some churchmen in there that I well, well, I, not that you meet, but yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, 
just in having these kind of conversations, yeah. they're kind of like one of the most important things to them is their faith and any guy has to respect that. Yeah. And I get that, right? But I also think that at some point, um, those women are probably better suited trying to find a mate within their church. Mm-hmm. Because if you meet somebody that's dope, but he's like, yo, I'm spiritual, not mm-hmm. religious. Yeah. You can't try to force that person into your situation. You definitely And are. you also run the risk of, suppose y'all fall in love with each other, y'all start a family. Now you got a kid to worry about. Oh, What's yeah. that kid gonna What's the grow experience? Because I grew up in the situation where my mom's side of the family was Muslim, my yeah. father's side of the family was Christian. So yeah. it's kind of like, I had the exposure that you mm-hmm. mentioned to both. The good thing about it is that I got to see the best and worst of both of those re- religions. The one thing I respect about religion in general is that I know goons and goblins that were goons and goblins and then got devout into something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some kind of religion, and they did a 180 because now they had that guidepost, mm-hmm. right? And that, and so mm-hmm. in that situation where they have that guidepost, um, I think that can kind of steer you in a different direction. Mm-hmm. But if they would have just... Been, and they do draw lines in the sand. No, I can't hang out. No, I don't eat this. No, I'm not going yeah. there. No I, I, no, I don't listen to that. But you respect it because you see how they're applying these rules in their yeah, life. Yeah, in their life, yeah. Where it gets murky is a person will say... I'm applying these things, but I'm going to snort some coke, coke, like... Still, still, stealing from the collection plate. One foot in, one foot out. I need change. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> it's tough again because, you know, I know people who ask situations where they love the, the chick, I'm sorry, a, a young lady, uh-huh. and... Uh, I thought she was about to say female. Right? Because I'd have been like, turn it off. Like, oh. <laughs> Debo, that's a female. <laughs> but, uh... He's like, yo. That was good. That was good. That was good. I was transported back to the moment. That was good. That was very good. Someone's like, yo, I can't go to your church. She was like, well, it's important to me. He's like, I'm important too. She's like, yeah, but I can't pick. He's like, I don't want you to. And spun off and dipped. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Shorty felt the way, but it's like he, like he gave her an out. She wasn't giving him an out. And I think that is always, I don't know. I feel like religion is one of those things in relationships where there's no middle ground. Like, how do you compromise on religion? Yeah, you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way to really strike a balance. Yeah. Um, it's either one person is going to convert or you both are going to kind of either do something new, mm-hmm. kind of independent of what you guys previously believed, mm-hmm. or you're just not going to go to church at all and mm-hmm. just, you know, kind of figure it out. But again, something like that is better situated up front. So I think it can be a deal breaker in relationships. Absolutely. Right? But I think the, the the quicker you have a conversation, the better. And you mm-hmm. say, "Well, he eats too many veggie burgers, and I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't eat, I don't eat, you know, black beans or whatever." Yeah. Or he says, "No, she uh, does too much hookah, or <laughs> whatever criteria there is with respect to religion." Yeah. If you carve it out from jump, you're better off because she yeah. may be into, you know, trying to find a Creflo dollar. Mm-hmm. That may not be where he's at. He don't want to be the next Joe Lostein. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, I literally had a conversation with uh, a friend of mine. She was just like, I can't date um, like people who practice Hinduism because she likes cheeseburgers. And cows are sacred in Hinduism. So she knows that from jump. So for her, she's like, I'm not Xing this out of my diet. <laughs> to see, if, you know, and it's like, I'm going to spare you the headache of trying to figure it out around me. So I'm just going to go do this, you know? Um, but if he's cute, I wonder if you change your mind. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So with that, we're gonna wrap up my uh 
cool saying for this week is uh, watch out. Sometimes <laughs> cats are on you. They want to see what you bring, but they just want to measure your treasure when your phone rings. Mm. It's a rap quotable. <laughs> and you have them all coming. All of them. You have all of the rap facts. All of them. You're not even reading it off a piece of paper. Like these are like straight out of your head. I know because I listen to a lot of uh, music during my long commute in, into New York City. <laughs> Fighting off West Indian women for a seat on the train. Lately, it's, <laughs> lately it's been better. Lately, it's been better. Lately, I've been able to just get my little corner seat and it's just. It's hilarious. Right school is out. Yeah, school is school out. Is out. When school is back, the Hunger Games be... is, is gonna start again in about a month. But <laughs> a month, two weeks. Facts. Um, you guys have any things that you want to say? Uh, way out before we do the outro outro thanks for the love guys we really appreciate all the feedback that yeah. we've been getting it's and been you know I think it's a collaborative effort you know you we want to interact with people and, and like like minded and have questions and even just you know we, we post things on our Instagrams asking you know what thoughts people have on certain topics and we definitely have vast views yeah. that come in and are appreciated and make us think. So um, we want to hear from you guys about like what you want to talk about or what hear us discuss mm-hmm. um, from a perspective. And hopefully we can, you know, get some good dialogue going that is positive and beneficial to everyone. Yeah, yeah. And if it's something that was like even discussed weeks prior you can like still swing a question yeah. about it we are probably still talking about it even if your favorite podcast talked about it two, yeah. two months ago you know uh, we'll talk about it too <laughs> if I had to offer a tip though yo seriously spend some time doing absolutely nothing Factory. this weekend do nothing like nothing like don't even go to the bathroom if you don't got that <laughs> I don't know about that don't be a Luke Cage. Oh, we yeah. were talking about random acts of flyness. Yes. On HBO. Yes. I, I literally don't know how to describe this program. Yeah. I have no words. I, it's like a creative uh, robot chicken. That's exact. It's like, like a black, black ass, ass creative yeah. ass robot right. chicken. I love robot chicken. Okay. So yeah. check out check random acts out. of flyness on HBO. It's definitely worth it. The watch. Yes. Speaking of HBO, we boycotted and secure till Lawrence come back. Oh, no, we're not. No, we're not. I watched the last episode. <laughs> it was spectacular. Per usual. Don't boycott it. It's still a good show. I'm still watching it. Um, if you have any comments, feedback for us, anything that you want to comment on, any topics, any suggestions, you can DM us or you can email us at brosstereos at gmail.com. Anything that you want to bring up on the dating side, any questions you want to ask, if you want to keep it anonymous, Email us or DM us. We got y'all. And we if you about the website, we still finishing up for y'all. But when, when that's up and running, we'll let y'all know over and out. No matter where we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby.